0: Hi, this is Brad Humphrey, and this is the second part to our topic on Millennials in the Workforce. We generate so many great ideas that we kept the conversation going from part one, and we've been meeting with Jason Hurtis, Lonnie Fritz, and Scott Hagerman, all Caterpillar market professionals. Our podcast is sponsored by ForConstructionPros.com and Caterpillar. We're just glad to have the guys back and we're going to jump right into the discussion on the benefits of training for a millennial workforce. How do you respond to the contractor who says, "Oh, that sounds great, Lonnie. Just sounds great. I spend all this time training them and then they leave me in about 30 days for a dollar more going down the street for another contractor." How do you address the contractor who has that? Because I've say I've had those guys attack me almost at workshops that I leave, say, Oh, wait, you know, I'm not gonna spend all this time and money on training a millennial and then they're just gonna leave me anyway. How do you respond to that?
1: Well, first I would say that kinda works both ways. You know, you could be receiving the millennial that's trained while you're losing a millennial that's trained. So um I guess I can always fall back to this the safest word, the S word, and that's safety. Mm-hmm. I'm going to train them, one, for safety, two, for productivity, three, for efficiency, and that all leads to profitability and increased mo- worker morale. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the reasons why you're losing those employees? Did you not buy and did you not train them? Did you not incentivize them? Uh, did they not feel a part of the team? Did they not have the right tools, the solutions, that equipment that is is well-maintained? Did they not feel like they wanted to get out of bed and come to work for you? I I think I would get to the root cause of why they're walking down the road. If it's just for money, then they're really not too passionate about working for your company. That may lead to other issues. Um, I think we need to help this generation and other generations get past the dollar signs and really look at the importance of the benefits and know, I've had customers tell me, I offer a benefit package that pays 100% of insurance premium and they're still walking down the road for a dollar or two an hour. Right. It, the, the dollars, the, the mathematics don't even make sense. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of parts, there a lot of points there I just teed up, but um, I, I guess you got to get to the root of the problem. You know, if we're having near misses, why? If we're losing employees, why? Go. We have to analyze and, and try to conquer and overcome those obstacles.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Let's come back to that in, in just a moment. One of the things that, what, and, and, as I, and I say, attacked. Obviously, that's not violently attacked, but harassed maybe is a better word. But one thing I've always used, I found a, a bumper sticker years ago and you guys are old enough to probably remember. It was back in the late 90s. And the bumper sticker I saw was so funny. And I made a mention of this in a conference. And about a month later, my wife called me one day I was traveling she goes you got the most interesting envelope there's two bumper stickers on this envelope well, I knew what she was talking about but the bumper st- the bumper sticker very very simply said if you think education's expensive try ignorance and so what I tell contractors is is that a if you don't train them I and mean, if you train them you're not guaranteed to keep them but if you don't train them, the millennials today, you won't keep them. They're out. So I appreciate what you said, Lonnie. You, you do have to spend the time. And you're right. You know what? For the one that you lose, you may keep two or three because you did do the training. So let's go back to that millennial aspect af- a- aspect again, and especially from a Caterpillar standpoint, because I see what you guys provide in training, at least making it available, the resources. And, and, and then, uh, uh, Jason, you said something earlier, I think, about... The tra- you don't just do the training once. You may do it quarterly. What What is so significant about that? Obviously, from a safety standpoint, but what also helps, especially with the millennial?
2: Uh, again, it's a it's a touch point. It's a continuously getting them involved. I mean, the more you the more you train your employees, the more productive that they're going to be for you, the more retention that you're going to have. Um, the training sessions I've been at with several customers in the Corey segment it's it's interesting. The, the second or the third or the fourth training session. It's actually the operators that are starting to do the training of, hey, I've noticed this, or I've done this, guys, and this has really worked out well. You know, so change this technique to this because it works good in our operation. And the, you know, the training instructors is kind of sitting there taking notes because they've starting to take ownership in their own training itself. Isn't that great? It's, yeah. I mean, you have to have the touch points. You got to keep you got to keep them engaged because you'll lose them. I mean, like you mentioned, yeah, you can train them and they'll still walk down the street. There was never guarantees 50 years ago that you trained somebody and they wouldn't walk down the street on you either. you know. So the millennials aren't really acting any different than another generation. Right. They just need more action up front right. than the previous generations
0: have needed. L- Lonnie said something a few moments ago, too, that, that I want to stroke a little bit here. And that is when you do lose people for 50 cents to a dollar... Sometimes that may be culture. (laughs) You know, that that may not be just the money. That may be, there's not enough there to draw them to stay there. And this is why I think our discussions about using technology, because we know that the millennials the ones that are that were going to come into our industry, they typically want to try to find a place. They want to find a home. And, and I do think that some of the statistics on the fact that the loyalty factor isn't there like it has been in past generations, I do think there's something to that. And so, not that we want to turn this into strictly how to deal with the millennials, but from a, from a technology standpoint, we better educate these younger individuals because, A, we may in fact make it safer. And I like your sequence. Safety, what was the next three? You had safety and you had... Uh, yes, you
1: had the, the safety, the machine operation, and training. The, and training. The, fun, the, the basic fundamentals. And then you bring the technology on top of that. Right. And it's going so,
0: to, it leads to performance improvements and productivity and prof- profitability for the contractor yeah. at some point.
1: Yeah, he took that keyword right out of my head, and that's loyalty. Um, for many different parts of our society and our world today, loyalty has gone by the wayside. Yeah, we're generally chasing the dollar, right? And uh, you know, so there's there's many reasons why that that has become a problem. But like Jason mentioned, you know, the same kind of always was I was looking for this job when I found it. Yeah, you know, so so people are on the move. But something I wanted to emphasize too on the training aspect because we're spending a lot of time there because it is so critical is that the fact that um, as we look at the way construction processes have been done. They've been done repetitively over the years. It's uh, setting string line pins and string line off of hubs, traditional grade checking ways. Now, what do we have today in technology? Why are we looking at the continuous training? Once you knew how to subtract and add cuts and fills and set the string line and make that paver go down it and give you a smooth pavement, that was the end of the story. You did it for years. It's been done for decades. Today, we come out with 2D grade. Now we put cat like grade. We total stations yeah, set up. we right, right, were right. cat grade with slope assist. Right. And then we come into 3D where when technology, as technology continues to evolve, mm-hmm. look at computer software, estimating and bidding software. We get a new key of software quarterly, semi-annually. You're always learning the next software. Mm-hmm. So with technology and the innovation, it drives the necessity for mm-hmm. those contractors that are adopting to train their work force or sure. not get the full value. You know, I say, if I was stroking the check, for our new machines with technology, right. and I go out, I've seen the value, I've been sold the value, and I go out and the operators are not using that technology,
0: I would be pretty upset. Darn but right. if you haven't trained them at the same time, you can't expect them to utilize And we them. are focusing on training, because it is huge for technology. But, and, I, and Scott, it may have been you earlier, especially with the telematics and learning all this other stuff with the apps and all that. The point is, The training that we could do on equipment and technology, even that you guys provide, it's being done faster from a learning standpoint, isn't it? So in other words, there's not, I mean, the the, the studies are out there. You guys have clients. I've got clients that they've tell me you, in fact, some of the people operating some of this computer, you know, technology is not the 50 to 60 year old guy. It's usually the 25 to 35 year old guy or gal who's out there, who's got that quick aptitude and they're actually learning in a, in a shorter amount of time, putting that good grade on. Right. Setting that height because it's it's being, it's 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 level and it's generated excellence because of what we've because of what they've programmed in, whatever depth that they're going to, that type of thing. Yeah, Brad, the training, the training's also changed. Like Lonnie said, sometimes we've been doing the same thing over and over right. and over every year, every year. Now with the millennials, We're taking a different look at it, and that's not a bad thing. Sometimes you need to readdress that and see if you were actually being as proficient as you thought you were. And then the millennials also ask questions. That's not a bad thing either. No. You learn a lot from questions. So by them asking questions, that's also thinking some of the old oak trees, uh, have I been doing things the right way all these years? Or maybe with technology I can change or I can relate to this younger millennial on how to get the job still done, but now using these new tools. Well, in fact, in education, I mean, people who are tuned in education know that you answer the why. And so I've had contractors say, well they're always asking why we gotta do this, why we So wait a second. That's that's an opening into education. They're asking us because they don't want a just a quick yes or no answer. They want to understand the bigger picture, what's going on here. This is a great opportunity to do that.
2: Yeah, and a little bit of competition's not unhealthy either. I mean most of them grew up with Xbox and Playstations, you know, and they're they're competing against their buddies, so you know, you could use telematics and and do your daily production reports. And you know, here's Brad's production
0: report, Jason.
2: Here's yours. Brad's a little bit better today. Oh, you just open up a whole new vein <laughs> yeah, okay. here, buddy.
0: That's awesome. Stay on that. How could a contractor really use that? Uh,
2: again, we have customers that at the end of the day they'll they'll post that in the break room of you know Brad's production for the day. And those operators are looking at it more. Oh they? yeah, guarantee you for the fuel consumption, you know their production, everything else, and they'll post them all up there by name. And again, it's not intended to be. You know, he's great and you're terrible. It's, hey, Brad was number one today, and you'll find that the operators and people start. Okay, what would you do different? Right. You know, can you help? Can you help me a little bit more tomorrow? Because I, I want to. I want my star on the board tomorrow. I want to yeah. be number one. What? Yeah. How can you help me? And yeah. that improves things. Um, we we put in trip meters in a, in a wheel loader, and right. our product group thought we were crazy for asking for that. Right. They reset them in the morning. Right. And they run all day and they take a picture. And you'll see them in the, in the break rooms and stuff at lunch comparing the pictures they on their cell phones or
0: their trip meters of look how much. They do talk shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do talk shop. I've got a contractor. It's so funny you said that, Jace. It just reminded me. I've got a contractor that once a month he pulls all of his operators in, buys them lunch, brings, brings them in for lunch. And they basically have a best learn, best sharing a two-hour meeting and they literally share struggles challenges and they've got some of the numbers posted on on who did what they give out some awards that way too but it's not done in a way that they want to promote sabotaging each other's <laughs> right it's not undercutting not, not undercutting or at all but it is done with it and i will say I'm, every time i've i've been to two or three of those in the last couple of years the age group of some of those operators are getting a little younger oh, they're getting a little bit younger it, it is interesting is. It and they're picking is. it up just like that like we said Lonnie, you look like you want to You want to yeah, add something.
1: I just wanted to highlight the word Scott's been mentioned a lot, and that's connectivity. Yeah. The millennials are more connected. That's a given than any other generation in the past. They are driving change. Well, they are. They see a widget. They see a technology. They're out there searching around on the internet. And when they see something that they think can make their client, excuse me, their customer, their employer, I should say, better, yeah. They're going to drive change by bringing that in, showing their employer exactly what that new solution may be and helping drive change. So, you know, it, again, I'm being very transparent. The the word millennial can somewhat put a bad taste in people's mouth. There is a great value to come from these brilliant individuals. Oh, and uh, we're going to have to rely on them. You yeah. know, the baby boomers are retiring, as I've said, for several years now. Um, the demand is there. The supply is not. We need to continue to be more attractive as an industry to them. Uh, understanding that uh, some aren't necessarily cut out for college and there is a, a great life ahead in the industry and uh, the population's gonna continue to grow. That's why you always see the chart on the inclination, you know, yeah. as an upward slope yeah. um, for construction because uh, we've already outgrown our infrastructure, it's deteriorating, there's good opportunity.
0: I think I really appreciate your guys' sincerity on this because this is, this is a big deal. And whether we want to admit it or not, the boomers are not going to be there 20 years from now. It'll be the millennials that we're calling millennials that will be there. And one last point, and we'll we'll bring this to a close, the loyalty issue. I will tell you that I think one of the challenges that I think you guys see too, contractors have to do a better job of not necessarily demanding loyalty, but give a reason for it. And one of the things they can do is train. And on this technology, I think it could be a beautiful marriage because we're bringing some young people in who have never been in construction. Their parents haven't been in construction. They've never been exposed to it. So we have some fresh ideas, some new brain power coming in, and we may help that we may help spur your technology that Caterpillar is doing even to the next level as well because you know, all those new brains, or new mindsets are going to come forward. Wow, what a lot of information for you. You may want to listen to this a couple of times to get some more facts and tips. We really appreciate you three guys and your expertise. Hey, thanks for listening today. Make sure that you catch all of the Contractors Best Friend podcasts brought to you by com and Caterpillar. Put the things we've talked about to work for you.